Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to the Recovery Radio Podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous, and I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. You can follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. Check out my website to recoveryradiokmp3.com and get the books. Go to sarcasticbitbook.com. And as always, I am so glad you're here with me. I don't know if your day's just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere right in the middle, but here we are. You and me. And I am glad for that. And I am grateful I have no desire to drink today. take a minute to just land on that such a big deal I have nothing that desire to drink returns now we're to succumb to that again that would be the end hear people talk a lot about that part in the big book when it talks about people drinking to escape you like the effects produced by alcohol. But if you keep reading that, it says these people were not drinking to escape. They were drinking to overcome a craving beyond their mental control. And that was me. So I'm very grateful I have no desire to drink today. And I do have a piping hot cup of French roast coffee from Trader Joe's mixed with some Don Francisco's hazelnut. It is absolutely delicious. It's a fresh batch like a barista earlier, I was in the kitchen with like a whisk and, you know, blending it perfectly. <laughs> so dumb. And um, today I thought I would read a little Emmett Fox and a little something from the big book and talk about it. All right, I'm going to read from Around the Year with Emmett Fox. I'm actually going to read um, from June 18th, and I'm going to paraphrase the topic. It's called Step by Step. He writes, when you are praying for your true place, it is well to remember that the full demonstration may not come in one move, but more likely after a series of stages. Now, if you despise these intermediate steps and think, this is a little better, but it's not really what I want, you will keep the demonstration back. 
neither should you accept a small improvement as being all that you can hope to get. The scientific attitude is to see the stepping stone as stepping stone to bless it and give thanks for it and to continue praying for the next step. read that again when you are praying for your true place that's such a beautiful statement when you are praying for your true place it is well to remember that the full demonstration may not come in one move but more likely after a series of stages Now, if you despise these intermediate steps and think, this is a little better, but it's not really what I want, you will keep the demonstration back. Neither should you accept a small improvement as being all you can hope to get. The scientific attitude is to see the stepping stone as a stepping stone, to bless it, give thanks for it, and continue praying for the next step. Keeping that in mind... I'll read from the big book, page 100, first full paragraph, about halfway through. It says, when we look back, we realize that the things that came to us when we put ourselves in God's hands were better than anything we could have planned. When we look back, we realize that the things which came to us when we put ourselves in God's hands, we're better than anything we could have planned. Might as well read step 11 as well. Just the actual step. Sought through prayer and meditation. It's on page 59. Sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. Praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. Not for my plan to unfold or look a certain way or not for someone to, you know, get sober or get the message or do this or that only for knowledge of God's will and the power to carry it out. When I was about 10 or 11, I started to play chess with my dad. I was terrible and he was really good. And, um, he used to take, (laughs) I mean, even when I was a teenager, he would take almost all of his pieces off the board and he would still just whip my ass. And um, then for a long time we played and he would remove his queen and still beat me. (laughs) If you're familiar with, if you're not familiar with chess, queen is like the most powerful um, 
piece on the board, but he would still beat me. And then, you know, parenthetically, I remember the first time that I beat him with his queen on the board. It was very exciting. But anyways. I think about that sometimes, how, you know, things happen and God makes multiple moves. He makes moves that I don't understand. I mean, when I would sit there and play chess with my dad as a little boy, he would make moves that I didn't understand at all. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. He's going to move it over there, and I can't see why. I don't understand why. I'm trying to do something here, and it seems like he's doing something completely unrelated. and, And the point I'm trying to make is that... Um... I don't know. The move doesn't have to make sense to me in the moment. And a lot of times it doesn't. But I'm just, I'm glad that I've kind of given up on trying to figure out. I've had a lot of experience now with what I read in the big book where when I look back, I I realize I can really see that God's plan is better. Maybe what I'm about to say will mean something to you, and maybe it won't, but my plan was never to do this podcast. I had really excellent plans that were really, I thought, spiritually sound and, you know, this has to be God's will because this is a great plan. There's no way it couldn't be God's will because this is a great plan. No one's going to get hurt. I'm going to get what I want. It's great. But if the plans I've had worked out, well, you would not be hearing my voice right now, that's for sure. And uh, tons of other things that I'm now grateful for would not exist. And I just love that Emmett Fox reading, how it starts with saying, when you are praying for your true place, I don't know what that means to you, but to me, it means exactly what it says, which is profound. I want God to guide me towards his abundance in a way that pleases God and allows me to use all of the things God has given me. There's so many things in life I have pursued into disillusionment. And I mean, my road has been very you know jagged 
very strange to look at at the moment. Many things I've worked on, only to have them seemingly not come to fruition, but then only to look much later and see that they do. So many things like that. So after a while, that just has relaxed me. I don't have to know what God's will is. All I have to know are the things that it's not. I don't think it's God's will that I panic. That I worry, that I'm in fear, that I have resentments, that I try to play God, that I try to manipulate people into doing what I think they should do. Um, that I take people's inventories, that I mentally position myself to think that I'm like above you or below you. I think that that's enough. That right there. Work on that all day. And if you're like me, you'll be busy. I make a lot of plans. I do a lot of things here on the material plane. Very busy, active, creative being. I publish things and release things and record things and set goals and short-term goals and long-term goals. And I have in front of me a pad of paper that has the week, things I want to accomplish this week and But, and I try and do all that, but most important of all are the things that I said to avoid, things that I do not think are God's will. I don't edit the show <laughs> if I sit in silence and look out the window you know you're sitting in silence with me some of you have written to me that you love that about this but I don't know I'm just thinking about what we read and thinking about it <clears throat> thinking about
my life and how I do pray for my true place. I want to arrive at my true place in every sense of the word. And I don't know if that's down the street or if it's over on Gilgary Mountain. I don't know. But I don't trust fear. And I try to do exactly what's in the book to the best of my ability and honor my highest self by pursuing things that strengthen me and don't hurt anybody. I'm going to give a shout out to Mallory. I'm going to give a shout out to Wiz. I'm going to give a shout out to Teets. I'm going to give a shout out to Richard. I'm going to give a shout out to Mr. Chow. I'm going to give a shout out to Rowan. I'm going to give a shout out to Katie. And a special shout out to Chelsea and to Dave. And if anybody needs to hear it, I want to say everything is okay. I got to go do some modeling. There's a it's not really modeling. It's kind of like a scientific thing where there's a bunch of scientists who are going to like kind of study my face and my body <laughs> just so they could like <laughs> see if they could help people move towards those things. <laughs> I'm like the after picture and like dude stop. I owe you an immense for that joke. Okay, I'm out of here. I do not know why my life was saved, but I'm going to go try to live a life that was worth saving, and I hope you'll do the same.